The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's early in Advent and we have a feast day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. Tuesday of the first week of Advent in the Missal. This is liturgical year C, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the feast of St. Andrew. He was Simon Peter's brother and was also called with him. As Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was now called Peter, and his brother Andrew, casting a net into the sea. They were fishermen. He said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Legend has it that Andrew preached the good news in what is now modern Greece and Turkey and was crucified at Patras on an X-shaped cross. The year was about 60 A.D. St. Andrew, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with a profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's a book called Experiencing Contagious Joy by Krista Kinde. The publisher offers the following description of the book. Joy has a way of working its way from inside out. When our lives are filled with joy, the symptoms are unmistakable. A twinkle in the eye, a ready smile, a skip in the step, a song in the heart. Joy lends a glow to the face and a lilt to the voice. Joy is contagious. Is also the birthright of every believer, but rainy days have a way of distracting us from that fact. In this book, readers will take a careful look at this uniquely Christian characteristic and discover they have every reason to be joyful. They will see that joy is their strength and their song and provides a solid foundation in their hearts. Lord Jesus, today, as we celebrate the feast day of St. Andrew, we think about joy in its contagious nature, as characteristic of our Christian identity. When you're born in the cave in Bethlehem, the angels address 
the frightened shepherds tending the flock with these words, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Likewise, the three wise men from the Orient came in search of you as the recently born king of the Jews to do your homage. The star which guided their journey disappeared temporarily. However, having been told your birthplace by King Herod, when they restarted their journey, the star appeared again to guide them to Bethlehem. As Matthew tells us, after they had heard the king, they went on their way, the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. To find Jesus is to witness the perfect fulfillment of all that had been prophesied about you as the Redeemer who came to save this sinful world, as the promised Messiah who restored the kingdom of God as the Anointed One. Well, St. Andrew, whose feast day we celebrate today, who had been expecting and eagerly waiting for the coming of the Messiah, like all his ancestors, finally found you, Jesus. Just imagine the sheer joy St. Andrew would have experienced in having met you, or rather, you having called him to you. St. John gives us this description about his vocation in his gospel. After describing how John the Baptist pointed out Jesus, who was passing by as the Lamb of God, two of the Baptist disciples decide to follow Jesus. Then Jesus asked them what they wanted. They replied, Rabbi, where are you staying? Jesus invited them, come and see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. Tradition has it that St. Andrew was the first of the apostles called by Jesus to follow him. That is why when we mention St. Andrew, it's almost always accompanied by the title Protoclite, meaning precisely that, the first one called. Pope Emeritus Benedict told us about in one of his Wednesday audiences on the apostles. He said, Andrew was the first of the apostles to be called to follow Jesus. Exactly for this reason, the liturgy of the Byzantine Church honors him with the nickname Protocletos, which means precisely the first called. Well, Jesus, you made him so happy. He found you to be the promised Messiah, the son of David, who had come into this world, to sinners, to bring us back to the Heavenly Father. It is all that really mattered. Andrew was so overwhelmingly happy because his deepest longing for God was fulfilled in you, Jesus, the Son of God. Immediately afterward, Andrew goes in search of his brother Peter, because joy cannot be contained to oneself. Joy is contagious by its very nature. Joy spreads its wings spontaneously. Just think about the moment when you are watching children at play, all giggling, laughing, tossing about, being so happy to be alive and having fun without a care in the world. I'm sure you brought a smile to your face spontaneously. Or that moment when you saw a young couple deeply in love with each other, holding hands together and looking at each other with a beautiful smile on their faces. I'm sure that too brought a smile to your face naturally. And why was that? Well, 
because the joy they experienced was contagious. As a bystander, you're drawn to their joy to share it, to experience it. It radiated out to you. So Andrew, being unable to contain his supreme joy, takes action immediately. St. John tells us in his Gospel what Andrew did. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Yes, the very first thing which Andrew did. Everything else had to wait, laid aside. For the most urgent need Andrew felt was to share his joy, to spread it, to bring it to his brother Peter, who would be, as it were, infected by it. Jesus, help me to examine my life as a Christian at this moment of my dialogue with you. Do you consider me a happy person, a joyful and cheerful person, a person who has really found you as my Lord and my God, and therefore my everything? In one of his discourses, Pope Francis said, A Christian is a man or a woman of joy, a man and a woman with joy in their heart. There is no Christian without joy. You may be told there are many such Christians, but they are not Christians, really. They say they are, but they are not. They are missing something. And the Pope then continued, The Christian identity card is joy. The gospel is joy. The joy of having been chosen by Jesus, saved by Jesus, regenerated by Jesus. The joy of that hope that Jesus is waiting for us. That joy that, even with the crosses and sufferings we bear in this life, is expressed in another way, which is peace in the certainty that Jesus accompanies us, is with us. Lord, precisely that is what your coming into the world meant, which St. Andrew discovered right away, and having been overwhelmed by it, he began to spread it far and wide, starting with his own brother, Peter. This is what you, Jesus, are asking of each and every one of us. Did you really find me? Do you feel joy in my presence? Are you bringing others to me through your joyful Christian life in the middle of the world, with all its own joys and sorrows? During the process of beatification of now blessed Guadalupe Ortiz, the first layperson of Opus Dei, someone asked the postulator the following question. What features would you emphasize in Guadalupe's character? To that, he gave the following answer. A young college woman who met Guadalupe a year after her arrival in Mexico has remarked, I must admit, I was very curious to meet her because they all told me about Guadalupe's laugh, about her constant cheerfulness. Guadalupe's own brother, Eduardo, describing her last moments, has written, This was Guadalupe's great secret, to always accept as good whatever happened to her. Around her, in those last hours of her mortal anguish, all were lost in admiration, the same unforgettable smile. At the end of its earthly life, when St. Andrew was dying on the cross, which is shaped X, it is said that he gave the following exhortation. Believers, know of the great joy that you possess, and of the multitude of gifts you have prepared. I come to you, therefore, confident and joyful, so that you too may receive me exultant as a disciple of the one who was hung upon you. O blessed cross, clothed the majesty and beauty of the Lord's limbs, take me, carry me far from men, restore me to my teacher, so that through you, the one who redeemed me by you, 
may receive me. Hail, O cross. Yes, hail indeed. Yes, joy to the very end, even while dying on the cross. We ask you, our Blessed Mother, the cause of our joy, to help us constantly share our joy of belonging to your Son, Jesus, with all those around us in our daily encounters. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 and a half past the hour. We'll begin this day of prayer next on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Feast of St. Andrew, November 30th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day now joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning. beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, Their words to the ends of the world. 
the heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard. Yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Their voice has gone out to the limits of the earth, their words to the ends of the world. They proclaimed what God has done for us. They grasped the meaning of his deeds. They They proclaimed what God has done for us. They They grasped the meaning of his deeds. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin and all who see them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. They They proclaimed what God has done for us. They They grasped the meaning of his deeds. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. The Lord is king. Let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth. 
exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just, and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. God's holiness was revealed by them. All nations saw God's glory. They proclaimed the Lord's praises, told of his power to save, and of the wonders he had worked. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. The message of the cross is complete absurdity to those who are headed for ruin, but to us who are experiencing salvation, it is the power of God. Scripture says, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and thwart the cleverness of the clever. Where is the wise man to be found? Where the scribe? Where is the master of worldly argument? Has not God turned the wisdom of this world into folly? Since in God's wisdom, the world did not come to know him through wisdom, it pleased God to save those who believe through the absurdity of the preaching of the gospel. Yes, Jews demand signs, and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and an absurdity to Gentiles. But to those who are called, Jews and Greeks alike, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For God's folly is wiser than men, and his weakness more powerful than men. Brothers, you are among those called. Consider your situation. Not many of you are wise, as men account wisdom. Not many are influential, and surely not many are well-born. God chose those whom the world considers absurd to shame the wise. He singled out the weak of this world to shame the strong. He chose the world's low-born and despised, those who count for nothing, those who were something, so that mankind can do no boasting before God. God, it is who has given you life in Jesus Christ. He has made him our wisdom and also our justice, our sanctification and our redemption. This is just as you find it written, let him who would boast, boast in the Lord. As for myself, brothers, when I came to you, I did not come proclaiming God's testimony with any particular eloquence or wisdom. No, I determined that while I was with you, I would speak of nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. When I came among you, it was in weakness and fear and with much trepidation. My message and my preaching had none of the persuasive force of wise argumentation, but the convincing power of the Spirit. As a consequence, your faith rests not on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. As the Lord was walking by the Sea of Galilee, He saw Peter and Andrew casting their nets into the sea. He called out to them, saying, Come, Come, follow me. I I will make you fishers of men. They were fishermen, so he said to them, Come, Come, follow me. I will make you fishers of men. A reading from a homily on the Gospel of John by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. After Andrew had stayed with Jesus and had learned much from him, He did not keep this treasure to himself, 
but hastened to share it with his brother. Notice what Andrew said to him. We have found the Messiah, that is to say, the Christ. Notice how his words reveal what he has learned in so short a time. They show the power of the Master who has convinced them of this truth. They reveal the zeal and concern of men preoccupied with this question from the very beginning. Andrew's words reveal a soul waiting with the utmost longing for the coming of the Messiah, looking forward to his appearing from heaven, rejoicing when he does appear, and hastening to announce so great an event to others. To support one another in the things of the Spirit is the true sign of goodwill between brothers, of loving kinship, and sincere affection. Notice, too, how, even from the beginning, Peter is docile and receptive in spirit. He hastens to Jesus without delay. He brought him to Jesus, says the evangelist, but Peter must not be condemned for his readiness to accept Andrew's word without much weighing of it. It is probable that his brother had given him, and many others, a careful account of the event. The evangelists, in the interest of brevity, regularly summarize a lengthy narrative. St. John does not say that Peter believed immediately, but that he brought him to Jesus. Andrew was to hand him over to Jesus to learn everything for himself. There was also another disciple present, and he hastened with them for the same purpose. When John the Baptist said, This is the Lamb, and he baptizes in the Spirit, he left the deeper understanding of these things to be received from Christ. All the more so would Andrew act in the same way, since he did not think himself able to give a complete explanation. He brought his brother to the very source of light, and Peter was so joyful and eager that he would not delay even for a moment. As soon as Andrew heard the Lord preaching, he left the nets, which were his livelihood and way of life, and and followed the the Lord Lord who gives gives eternal life. This is the man who endured suffering for the love of Christ and for his law, and and followed the the Lord who gives gives eternal life. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate. 
Christ are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Let us pray. We humbly implore your majesty, O Lord, that just as the blessed Apostle Andrew was for your church a preacher and pastor, so he may be for us a constant intercessor before you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel next, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on the Feast of St. Andrew the Apostle on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the call of Andrew. It's from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother in the boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings on the Rolliford Radio app. Did you ever find something so good or have something happen to you that was so good that you just had to share it? Well, that was the case with Andrew. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. Andrew said to his brother Simon, We have found the Messiah, which interpreted means Christ. And he led him to Jesus. The meeting with Jesus leaves Andrew overjoyed. His newfound happiness is a tremendous grace he yearns to share with others immediately. It is as if he were incapable of keeping so great a blessing to himself. The first one to meet Andrew after his definitive encounter with the Lord is his brother Simon. St. John Chrysostom comments, After Andrew spends the entire day with Jesus, he does not keep the treasure for his personal benefit but hastens to share it with his brothers. 
Andrew's enthusiasm over this discovery when he speaks to Peter must have been remarkable. We have found the Messiah, he exclaims. In the particular tone of voice proper to someone who is completely convinced, Andrew encourages his brother, perhaps tired after a day's work, to visit the Master, who is at that moment awaiting him. We read in the Gospel of today's Mass that he led him to Jesus. In imitation of Andrew, we too can lead our relatives, friends, and acquaintances to Christ by speaking to them of the Lord with confident conviction. This personal testimony is appropriate for the man or woman who is filled with joy over the salvation Jesus offers. So wonderful is the news that the individual in question hastens to spread it to others. It is a proof of sincere fraternal charity. Anyone who truly finds Christ in a manner encounters him for all his closest relatives, friends, and colleagues. Perhaps at a particular juncture in our life, Christ revealed himself to us and we have been dealing intimately with him for many years since then. Like Andrew, we too, through the grace of God, have had an encounter with the Savior and so understand more clearly the meaning of the hope we are called to share with others. The Lord often makes use of the bonds of blood and friendship to call other souls to his service. Family and social ties can often be the occasion for the hearts of our relatives and friends to go out more fully to Jesus. At times he is prevented from entering their lives because of prejudice, fear, ignorance, mental reserve, or laziness. When friendship is authentic, however, no great effort is needed to speak of Christ, since sincere confidence follows naturally in its wake. Friends interchange points of view and insights with ease. It would be unnatural for us to refrain from speaking about Christ, since he is the greatest discovery we have made in our life and is the motivating force behind all our actions. Through the grace of God, ordinary friendship can be a divine channel for a profound personal apostolate. Backing up our cheerful words of hope for those we deal with every day, many will be able to discover the very same Jesus who is ever at our side. St. Peter, as perhaps we ourselves have done, found him through his being reflected in a person with whom he had regular contact. One day, perhaps an ordinary Christian, just like you, opened your eyes to horizons both deep and new, yet as old as the gospel. He suggested to you the prospect of following Christ earnestly, seriously, of becoming an apostle of apostles. Perhaps you lost your balance then and didn't recover it. Your complacency wasn't quite replaced by true peace until you freely said yes to God because you wanted to, which is the most supernatural of reasons. And in its wake came a strong, constant joy which disappears only when you abandon Him. We have found this joy in following in the footsteps of the Master and because of it desire many others to share in our happiness. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore in either individual volumes or a seven-volume box set. If they don't have it in stock, they can probably order it for you. It's now 14 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, November 30th, 2021, the Feast of St. Andrew the Apostle, and we join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. 
Lord, Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Two men followed the Lord from the beginning. One of these was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you, like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary, to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So will I bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, creator of unfailing light, give that same light to those who call to you. May our lips praise you, our lives proclaim your goodness, our work give you honor, and our voices celebrate you forever. Two men followed the Lord from the beginning. One of these was Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter. The Lord loved Andrew and cherished his friendship. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, Bless the Lord, stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. 
All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. The Lord loved Andrew and cherished his friendship. Andrew said to his brother Simon, We have found the Messiah, and he brought him to Jesus. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker, let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing, and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people, he crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips, and a two-edged sword in their hand, to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor is for all his faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Let Israel rejoice in you, Lord, and acknowledge you as Creator and Redeemer. We put our trust in your faithfulness and proclaim the wonderful truths of salvation. May your loving kindness embrace us now and forever. Andrew said to his brother Simon, We have found the Messiah, and he brought him to Jesus. A reading from Ephesians. You are strangers and aliens no longer. No, You are fellow citizens of the saints and members of the household of God. You form a building which rises on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the capstone. Through him, the whole structure is fitted together and takes shape as a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you are being built into this temple to become a dwelling place for God in the Spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. You have made them rulers over all the earth. You You have have made made them rulers over all the earth. 
They will always remember your name, O Lord, over over all all the the earth. earth. Glory to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. You You have have made made them rulers over over all the earth. I bow before the cross made precious by Christ, my Master. I embrace it as his disciple. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our lives. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I bow before the cross made precious by Christ, my Master. I embrace it as his disciple. Beloved friends, we have inherited heaven along with the apostles. Let us voice our thanks to the Father for all his gifts. The The company company of apostles praises praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the banquet of Christ's body and blood given us through the apostles. Which refreshes us and gives us life. The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the feast of your word prepared for us by the apostles. Giving us light and joy. The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for your holy church founded on the apostles. Where we are gathered together into your community. The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for the cleansing power of baptism and penance that you have entrusted to your apostles, through which we are cleansed of our sins. The The company company of apostles apostles praises you, O Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. We humbly implore your majesty, O Lord, that just as the blessed Apostle Andrew was for your church a preacher and pastor, so he may be for us a constant intercessor before you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen.
And so a happy feast day to all Andrews, Andes, and even Drew. We've got one of those. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. John and Glenn are standing by. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You know, you can time shift daybreak if 4 a.m. Central is too early for you. You can find it every day on the relevant radio app. And, of course, the app is free. You'll find it on your app store. I'm Paul Sadek. You go out. Have the great day. Make it a great day if it isn't already. And live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.